Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Anyway, here we are. Um, are we rolling, Rufus? Great. Uh, it's just gone four. I'm Max Rushton. Um, in for Paul Hawksby. It's not gone four, is it, if you're listening to the podcast that's sort of... Th- three o'clock in the morning it's a very good there's no need to be pedantic at this time of the day Andy but I'd just like to give the listeners the knowledge of exactly what time is where we are all those things paint pictures with words I'm looking at Andy Jacobs who looks uh, dashing in a uh, black polo shirt some cream beige chino no it's sort of a beige isn't it than a cream yeah. chinos and sort of matching Sand. And sand shoes as well. It's about he's he's half golf, half desert storm. That's what Jacobs has gone for today. And uh, we just did a radio show. I don't know which bits you're going to put in, but uh, you well, can choose. Been our bits, okay. Where we chatted, we chatted about uh, last night's football. We chatted a few. You brought in some vignettes. I did, yes. So we we chatted about those, and then we decided to let the H and J audience hear the new soap opera that appears in your show yeah. on Sunday morning. The Sturmy Arch. Are we going to put that in this podcast? We're going to put well. that in Brilliant. this podcast. Yeah. So it's a lot of cross promotion for oh, you. That's great. Hopefully, people will be listening on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was and, up to you. <laughs> and I do like your idea of getting an endurance athlete for every show. Yeah, we got Bradley Wiggins, so you can have Cider Weeter. I'm quite pleased with it. Uh, Adrian Durham was getting Wilson Kipkator. <laughs> and uh, uh, so Stephen... No, the Abignali brothers. Do you remember them? They were, they were the ones... That, the Abignali brothers are, t- are failing! They lost that rowing race. Yeah. Uh, the Abignali brothers will do alternate days on breakfast. Um, it's good to mix it up a bit. I think it's a good idea. Um, right, uh, so enjoy the podcast. Thanks. I can't remember. We were talking about somebody the other day, and of course I can't remember. We about the, <laughs> it's a great start. I know. Uh, but he was one of these sportsmen who could be an accountant. This all came from uh, Paul's original thought was the golfer Trevor Immelman. Mm, Sounds okay. like an account. So yeah. you must see my man, Trevor Immelman. <laughs> okay, yeah. He'll save you a hell of a lot yeah, of money. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's also, Juve have got a player called Bernard Esky. Bernard Esky. You've got to see my man, Bernard Esky. <laughs> He'll that, save you a hell of a lot of money. There was a guy, someone called Gary Rodriguez, scored for someone in the Champions League last night. Well, I don't think, I've never uh, met an accountant no, Gary no, 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 Rodriguez. I'm, going, I'm taking... You must I'm, see my man, Gary Rodriguez. <laughs> hey, he's slightly dodgy, isn't he? You've got to go see Gary Rodriguez. No, no, Gary Rodriguez is, yeah. for people who play football manager, mm. or, or I, when I played it, because you should really stop playing computer games when you're 13, championship manager, when they ran out of players, you know, when they ran out of players, you'd get players like Paolo Anderton and, you yes, know, so Diego so. Wegerly and Gary Rodriguez <laughs> is definitely one of them. It's just two, you know, his parents are struggling. They just ran out. It's not, if your surname's Rodriguez, your first name can't be Gary. And it's just uh, my opinion. 
It's very true. FIFA news. Oh, great. I'm a really big fan of them. Well, of course, aren't we all? Yeah. And uh, four more uh, corrupt FIFA officials have been booted out of football for life. Uh, Jeffrey Webb, uh, Aaron Davidson, and who else? Uh, Costas, yes, Costas Takas, and Miguel Trijula. They're all admitting uh, money laundering, other offences. All four were fined £785,000. Can I thank them very much for their services (laughs) to football? It's so staggering, isn't it? How many brilliant, how, isn't it? How many big leather holdalls have there been? You know, why am I never in a position? I mean, because I think everyone's got a price, right, Andy? I don't know about you, but but let's say you were in charge of football, okay, yeah. and someone handed you a holdall. How much would have to be in it for you to go? Do you know what? If you can't beat them, join them. Like, no. what's your price? N- zero. Zero. Your price is it's cheap. Like, it's <laughs> you, like, you can get Andy for nothing if you want to bribe him. You know, I love the game. If I if I went to work for FIFA, it would be because I loved it, not because I was trying to yeah. line my own hey, pockets. But just come on, Andy. Twenty million. Twenty million. Give the World Cup to Ghana. I don't know. Go on. Your vote counts. <laughs> Give the World Cup to Ghana. <laughs> Prince uh, Prince Harry is. is Cheekily said to Peter Crouch, uh, how did he manage to bag his sexy model oh, wife, Abby Clancy? Classic banter. What a, what a cheek. He could have asked yeah. Harry the same question, couldn't he? <laughs> Goodness sake. Bit of a cheek, I thought. Although I was quite close to Prince I Harry. It was a bit of fun, though. Yeah, I was just your opinion, Andy. I was, I was quite close. I, was, I saw him at a charity do. I thought you said you were quite close to him. I was quite close to him, yeah. We got on a lot, you know, when, you know, eating together. And, oh, yeah. And then uh, um, I'm not mm. sure we went on to stay. In the helicopters as well. I was in there with, with Prince Harry. No, I. He walked past me at a charity do, and uh, yeah, he's quite a dashing figure, actually. Harry, not Crouch, I mean, he's quite dashing as well. Um, Prince Harry, well, uh, he's yeah, he's got yeah. a bit of charisma, good for him, it? yeah. Uh, Victoria Beckham says she wasn't very popular at school, oh. she's not too popular now, is she? <laughs> Well, that's not very nice, you know, starting on a positive note. Some of these shows are quite negative. I see your show as a sort of positive beacon oh, amidst positive. the anger of talk sport. And I think that's very harsh on Victoria. No, no, I've got a, th- I've got a thing about her trousers. What's got... wrong with her trousers? She's got these new range of trousers okay, that right. are extra long. They, okay. they sort of, basically, they get designed for you to trip over. They sort of come over the... <laughs> and then also get ruined on the street, on the pavement. I mean, there's just no sense to them yes, But if everybody... But what, why they're good, and you haven't thought this through, is two reasons. One is uh, robbers will trip over, right? So, And also, people who are walking and just staring at their mobile phone yeah. and not concentrating, they will also fall over. So, frankly, she's doing everyone a service. And I, on behalf of just my opinion, Victoria, I would salute you. What robbers are going to be wearing Victoria Beckham's extra long well, trousers? If it, was, if it was like conscription trousers, if we all had to wear them, then the robbers would have no chance. It's an absolute, and they do all, even the mobile phone moped thieves. I got done recently by one of them. They're very quick. Um, they, the trousers would be so long it would get into the me- mechanism of the moped. So uh, I'm, I fully support Victoria. Okay. I'm going to be on this sort of form for the whole show, and I'll to let you know, sort of running on fumes. But I have got some vignettes, uh, mainly from the Daily Mirror. Okay, well, we'll come to your vignettes later, but I, this is a little vignette that fascinated me, really. Mm. A pensioner right. impaled his eye on a toilet roll. Ow! On a what? A toilet roll holder, oh. and had to be freed by firefighters. God. Which is, you know... Very unfortunate things have happened. But this bit, of course, bizarrely, the crew had trained for a similar scenario last week. <laughs> How? Who thought that was going to happen? 
Mr. Meg, cool. so, really, just to, to the lengths that the fire service go to. Well, they there's are, nothing they, they have. They, they must have prepared for literally everything. <laughs> they they got must, down to that on the list, they haven't they? Have Item number 756,201. <laughs> pension against I in pale and toilet roll holder. It's impressive. Off you go, Brian. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Well, well, I'd quite like to find out a bit more about that. They, they, they just sort of yank him off it? What did he do? Well, I don't know. They, they freed him and he had to go to hospital, but now I think he's fine, which is good. Well, see, what do you think? Do you think... Uh, was it a, either it was a man or uh, his husband or wife? It was had, a man. Okay, so his wife had. He was worried that she'd bought non-double quilted toilet roll, so he was looking really <laughs> close to see, and then slipped. Well, he might have, he might have just tripped or something. He well, might have slipped. Yeah, okay, well, I mean, if you want to, if you want to just be real, I'm, I'm just trying to get some humour out of this poor man. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Good afternoon, everybody. You are listening to uh, Hawksby and Jacobs on TalkSport. Max Ruston in for Paul Hawksby. Uh, Andy Jacobs spending less and less time in the studio today. Uh, just before two, he was wandering around with a cricket bat. Uh, who, who knows? He was just chewing the fat with Jason Cundy at the water cooler just then, presumably. It's part of my role is no. to network around the office. How are you networking with Jason Cundy? Well, what? we were discussing matters of Chelsea. Oh, okay. It's not really networking, is it? That's just gossiping. <laughs> well, not really. Oh, you do it on air. That's professionally what your job is, to talk about football. Yeah. Off air, it's no, just... we're still talking about football. Are you going to donate 20 seconds of your fee to a charity of Jason Cundy's choice? <laughs> what you've done is you've stopped him preparing yeah. for his show and you've ignored 20 seconds of our show. Yeah, this is an exciting moment. Point, You're right. Um, uh, we're going to have a... And he's got a few bits left from his research this mm. morning. Um, I did some hastily on the 9.36 from Gatwick to St Pancras. Uh, I tore up bits of the Daily Mirror in front of people. Um, uh, we're, we're also going to play the omnibus of the Sturmey Archers. Well, I'm very much looking forward to, to that. Now, explain your role in the Sturmey Archers, well, Andy. I was thinking about your new show on Sunday morning with... Uh, Barry Wiggins. Barry Wiggins. Barry Wiggins <laughs> and Bradley Glendening. That's the one, yes. yeah. Yes. And uh, I, was, I was thinking, yes, this, this, show could be, this show could be good, but what it needs is, mm. is things that you do on a Sunday. And I think, what, what do people do on a Sunday? They go to church. Yeah. They go for a walk. Yeah. They listen to the Archers. They do, It's yes. a sort of institution. Mm, it is, yes. So I thought, why not a soap opera? On, and then, of course, using Bradley's sort of bike background, mm. I thought, what about the Sturmey Archers, the well-known gear-making company? Absolutely. Do you know how many people I've had to explain what Sturmey Archers is? Do you remember the gears, the Sturmey Archers? No? What? You know the gears on the bottom? Well, you see, that's why it works. They are for people who are over 70, (laughs) That's not true. I'm sure they're still used in the Tour de France. I can't imagine that Sturmey... Sturmey Archers. No one has a three-gear Sturmey Archers with a basket and is king of the mountains. Five speed. (laughs) Seriously. <laughs> anyway, so we've written. So you you're the exec producer, Andy. Yes. Um, I'm the main scriptwriter. It stars. I mean, if you put in Sturmey Archers mm. on the Sturmey Archer rather, and in Google, what comes up top? The gears or the sitcom? <laughs> the gears. Oh, really? Look okay. at all these gears. Okay. I'm sure you do, but like, if you write anything in Google, Google Images, you get a lot of that image on Google. That doesn't prove a thing. Anyway, so so listen, we mm. so we, you've you've taken the ball and you've run with it. Yeah. So so to set the scene, Barry Glendenning, Bradley Wiggins, and myself are, th- are three cycle couriers, but we cycling. We were discussing this on the way to Oslo. 
Barry and I, the business model isn't the best. We cycle together in a peloton. So, you know, surely, surely we can make more money if we split up. Anyway, we cycle as a team. Yes. And it's just... Well, the... That was the other idea that I had, that you, you were... It was Bradley's business, okay. the bike yeah. couriers. Yeah, we and you, you yeah. and Barry were sort of like the chief sort of employees. Yeah, we haven't really established who's the boss yet in that (laughs) system. But but listen, so it is a sitcom. There are cameos from various TalkSport presenters. Um, You have a very intelligent audience, Andy, which we're about to decimate. (laughs) Um, But I would love to hear your reaction, please. And I will feed this to Barry and Bradley uh, on the show on Sunday. This is the (laughs) omnibus. We've only had two episodes. Do you want to play both of them in full, do you? Well, I think we've done a little edit. Okay. Okay. Here, Here is the omnibus edition. Uh, of the Sturmy Archers. 81089, your instant reaction, please. I've always hated this hill. Well, look, if you'd just given up smoking, you might be better at cycling up the one hill in this village. Then you'd be a better cycle courier and we could deliver these really important packages much more quickly. Isn't that right, Brad? Yeah. And then we'd have a much better checker trade rate. Checker trade don't do cycle couriers. Well, shut up, the pair of you. I'd cycle courier at my own pace. Just slow the hell down. Language, Barry. This is a family village. Brad, can you slow down for Barry? He is really fat. Sorry, lads. Sometimes when I get on a bike, I just get carried away. Just like when I was king of the mountains back on Le Deux Alpes in 2015. Yeah, yeah, we know. Can't you just go down a gear? Barry's on a Boris bike. Sorry, lads. I've got to get finished early tonight. How come, Brad? Well, Paul Weller's coming over to look at my brand new Skoda. Really? You know the most amazing people. Yeah, I know. And he's bringing me a signed vinyl copy of Stanley Road. I can't wait to stick that on my record player while we measure each other's sideburns. Anyway, who's this package for? Uh, it says here, the Right Reverend McCoist. Doesn't he live right at the very top of the hill? Let's go. I love a hill. You might have to go without me. Barry, we ride as a team and we courier as a team. That's the cycle courier mantra. Barry, you can do it. No, I can't. You can. Okay, I can. <laughs> Great, let's go. Hello, my flock. Hi, Reverend McCoist. We've got you this package. Oh, what's this? Oh, look, it's my new cassock. What a lovely tartan. Thank you, guys. Well, that's lovely. We've got to go, Reverend. The subway closes in ten minutes. Peace be with you. See you, Reverend. Hey, how come there's a giant tomato driving that Range Rover? Hold on. That's not a tomato. That's Alan Brazil. Oi, get out of the way, you numpties. Bloody cyclists clogging up the roads. I've had enough with your lycra on. Beat it. Slow down, Alan. You're a wild man. Ha! Look who it is. Especially you rushed in, you lefty snowflake granola-eating gentrified cycling twit. He's coming straight for us. No! No! (laughs) That was close. That Brazil's a right animal. Yeah, but he's the mayor, right? He's been in this village for so long, he can do no wrong. He turns up late for work, pays no attention to the village notice board, and he gets paid buckets. We really should go to the police tomorrow. That was dangerous driving. Actually, we do have a package for PC Paul. We could ride over, report the crime, and drop this off at the same time. Max, that's a bloody good idea. And we could give this bag of yamakas to Rabbi Jacobs at the synagogue next to the police station. 
Morning, Barry. Morning, Brad. Hi, Max. Morning. What's that, Brad? That's my brand new bell. I just bought it off Rupert the Spells. That is massive. It's enormous. The biggest bell in the village. Anyway, let's get going, guys. These packages aren't going to deliver themselves. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, PC Paul. We got this package for you. Thank you, guys. It's my brand new helmet. I look forward to polishing that later. Me last one fell off, you know. Sounds nasty. What happened? Well, it wasn't a tussle with Dodgy Durham, the local menace. We know all about Dodgy Durham. Oh, he's always winding people up. But sadly, there's never quite enough to charge him. He was being chucked out the village disco by Bouncer Bingham, and I was on hand to help. And me helmet fell clean off and shattered into a thousand pieces. That's why I've ordered this rubber one. Porcelain was a mistake. I wouldn't mess with Bouncer Bingham. I know. Durham just kept shouting about the disco wasn't a big enough club anymore. And no one knew what he was talking about. Hey, isn't that Rabbi Jacobs over there? Shalom, shalom, shalom. Hey, Rabbi, how are you? Oy vey, oy vey, I'm no good at all. The synagogue has just been burgled. I've lost my gherkins, my smoked salmon sandwiches, and a massive vat of chicken noodle soup. Oy vey. These crimes just keep happening. I got dodgy Durham, the synagogue. Lucky there's nothing else. Well, actually, Mayor Brazil tried to run us over in his Range Rover yesterday morning. Oy vey. Not again. Oh, and we're not happy about it, you know. I've cycled all over the world. Here we go. I've won gold medals, the Tour de France, got world records. What's your point, Bradley? Oh, nothing. Just listing my achievements. Anyway, is there anything you can do, PC Paul? Afraid not. Mayor Brazil runs this town. It's his word against yours. You haven't got a hope. Oh, well, I guess we'll just have to keep on delivering and ignore him. Oh, my God, look over there. It's town crier Jim's house. It's on fire. We need to call Fireman Sam. Matterface. <laughs> Sorry. This is from Sha. Uh, oh, my God, the text. Uh, the Jeremy Carl show never looked more alluring than it does right now. Make it stop. This is shocking. Uh, what a pile of pish with an H. Uh, we need Paul back, Max and Andy. Um, uh, oh, my God, my favourite. Best radio ever. Paul was in that. Says Paul Mellon. Uh, Gab says, love Andy's rabbi. Uh, straight out of Central Casting, <laughs> circa 1973. Well, it was Roy Hodgson. Uh, Bill says, how many cuts did, uh, how many takes did uh, Mr. Brazil take to get all those words out in the right order? Uh, David, worst acting ever, apart from Ali and Brazil. Um, Bradley's acting isn't great, is it, really? <laughs> it just needs a bit of a, you know, <laughs> a tonic. Casting, really. <laughs> uh, to be fair, um, Marcus says, I really wanted to mock it, but it was so funny it gave me heartburn. Well, as the voice uh, I, of Gaviscon. I, I think it's quite enjoyable. Could, you know, it's like everything. It, it could be better. Well, you know, but anyway, listen, well, well uh, the, the, um, we've written episode three. Um, Fireman Sam Matterface has come back with some concerns. <laughs> He's a bit uh, worried, isn't he? He's <laughs> slightly worried. Well, the language uh, and the innuendo, I'm surprised, really, for well, Sunday morning. Well, if you're worried about that, there is... <laughs> You watch out with uh, Fireman Sam Matterface. Uh, there is plenty of innuendo possibilities. And uh, Jim White makes a great town crier. So, uh, yeah, tune in on Sunday uh, at, oh, I believe it's going to be... It's just before 12, isn't well, it? Well, no, because we we were wanting to move it because it's right next to Culver House. There's too much reaction to Excellent both. Excellent Culver House last week. Yeah, it was a really good game. Like Barry, uh, Bradley's got a one-game ban, but he seemed quite pleased about that, so we might put him back in. <laughs> anyway, yeah. that is me, Barry and Bradley, from 10 on Sunday. Shalom, shalom, shalom.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 